everybody, Flip and Danny here, founders of the Freedom Real Estate Group family of companies, and welcome to another episode of our podcast, which is called Freedom Through Passive Income: The Journey. <laughs> welcome, that was very quick. Yes, welcome to another episode of our podcast. Uh, this one is called Our Journey. You already did that part. I know, but I had to do it again for dramatic purposes. <laughs> uh, this one is called Seller Financing, Owner Financing for the Win. Yes. Um, so. Again, this is a, we, we were asked numerous times, like what our journey was, how did you get from here to point A to point B when there's a whole lot of steps in between. Um, and, uh, and so this is what the series is. Now we've talked about, uh, you know, how, where we started cruise ships and, and then going into, you went into the uh, uh, insurance and then mortgage industry. And then that was when I was getting off ships and, and we were doing, getting out, out of art auctions and mm -hmm. we got into what we wanted to do next, which mm -hmm. was real estate. Yep. And then how we went from realtors real quickly over to real estate investing. Mm -hmm. And then our first couple of strategies, uh, which was short short sales, uh, mortgage assignments, uh, sub twos, sub two wraps. Uh, and then today uh, we're transitioning to the new or the next section, which was seller financing. Yes. So, hey, Danny, what is seller financing? <laughs> I'm glad you asked <laughs> because there's been previous episodes where Flip just kept on telling the story. I know. I just went... Exactly what we were talking about. So, seller financing and owner financing are used interchangeably by mm -hmm. different people, and it doesn't matter. It's both the same thing. Um, but they will often say that a mortgage assignment or a sub two wrap um, that those are seller financing, and they really are a form of seller financing because the seller is allowing you to take over their existing lien. Right. Um, so. I personally will use the proper proper terminology of it's a mortgage assignment or it's a sub two or whatever it ends up being. I'll mm -hmm. use that terminology. Uh, but sometimes again, people are gonna confuse that. So when you hear the word seller financing or owner financing, you might want to ask what they mean. Here's what we mean when we say seller financing or owner financing. We mean that, I'm gonna use you again as a seller, Flip actually has a house and he has equity in the house. Mm -hmm. So, in this example, let's just say you have a, a house that's valued at $200,000, you have a $40,000 lien mortgage mm. still on it, right. you're going to sell it to me for $150,000, but you're going to let me take over the mortgage at that $40,000, mm -hmm. and then you're going to seller finance to me, let's just say, what were you selling to me, $160,000? No, I was selling it to you. For, I have a $200,000 house, selling it to you for one fifty plus the mortgage, which is one ninety. Oh, no, 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 no. You got it all screwed up. Oh, jeez. You were giving me a discount. See, I'm a seller. <laughs> trying to get everything I'm trying. I, my house is worth two fifty. All right, let, let's make... Okay, we're, we're going to start all over. We're going to make this simple. Your house is valued at $200,000. It needs work. That's why you're selling oh, it to me by letting me take over the mortgage and sell it. But Joe's house down the street didn't make any work. <laughs> Stop. Okay. $200,000 house. Let's just say there's a $50,000 underlying lien. And then you're going to sell or finance $100,000. So my total purchase price is $150,000. Why are you doing this? You don't have time to put it on the market. You want people tri tripping through your house. You don't want your neighbors to know that you didn't take care of it. Whatever it is your motivation yep. is, you're willing to do this for me. Yep. So when we use the word seller financing or owner financing, we're going to say we took over his mortgage of $50,000 subject to the existing lien. Mm -hmm. Okay. But the seller, owner financed or seller financed, another $100,000 note mm -hmm. at whatever interest rate, 2%, 4%. Yep you know, whatever it was. Um, and that's a whole different episode, about 10 of them, about how you can structure notes like that. Oh yeah. Um, so <laughs> we're not gonna go there in this episode, but that's what it means is sell, uh, Flip took his equity and he decided to create a note and finance it to me. He mm -hmm. was my bank, right? 
But that $50,000 mortgage, I took that subject to the mm -hmm. existing lien. If you don't understand subject to, watch the previous episode because yeah. <laughs> um, we're not going to go through it again. And it really be, you'll understand a lot of this if you start from the beginning of episode one all the way through to here. Yep. Um, so that's what seller financing and owner financing is. To us, it's taking the equity that you already own and creating a note, mm -hmm. um, but it could be interchangeably used via the other right. terms. And seller financing is actually huge in the commercial business. Oh, yes. Very, very common. Yeah, yeah. very common. And, and, uh, and so are assignments in, in the commercial business, but uh, or commercial industry. Uh, but in the residential, it's it's not as big. Yeah. Uh, and there's times there where the market doesn't really allow it. You yeah. Know, there's, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah. Uh, so some of the pros uh, for can we move on? Yeah, to yeah, pros? yeah. We can oh, move on to the okay. pros. Wow, we're way ahead. Thanks of the for gate. selling selling your house to me for one hundred fifty thousand hey, dollars. Absolutely, appreciate it, dude. Not, not a problem. I hope you don't mind the sixteen percent interest on that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, uh, some of the pros, uh, creative ways to do deals that most people don't know about, yes. which is so true. A lot of times when we would talk to people, they're like, is this legal? <laughs> That's and right. a lot of people that don't know about it going, they're doing something illegal. <laughs> That's right. Um, it's also a great option for distressed sellers, as we've, as we've said many times, but mm -hmm. it's also an option, um, great option for non-distressed sellers. So mm -hmm. as he said, this is very common in the commercial industry. Commercial industry, it's very unlikely that you're going to see people in a distressed situation where they're not paying their bills. Mm -hmm. There's a reason why they can afford big places like that. They like to not get their cash back for tax consequences mm -hmm. or anything. They just want to leave their cash in place to be mm -hmm. earning interest or to have, like I said, we could structure this a million ways. So there's many times in which you could have a non-distressed seller that has equity in a property and you can structure a seller or owner finance note that is going to make them so much happier than getting all the cash out of that mm -hmm. property. Yep. Uh, and the next one, this no banks and, and or red tape. Uh, you know, when we're talking about the sellers. Yeah. Then there's the buyers. You know, what about that guy that makes just a ton of money, mm -hmm. but he writes everything off mm -hmm. and he's got all these tax uh, credits that he can use. And so his tax return says he makes nothing. Yep. So he can't get a loan either. Yep. But he makes bank. Yep. He's got enough money to pay for the property. Yep. This seller financing is perfect for that person. Yes, so, it is. Yeah. Yep. So that's another pro. Um, usually great terms. So usually when you're going to structure a note between a person and a person, so between Flip and I, we're usually going to come to terms. I'm not going to pay him 16% interest. I'm just <laughs> going to go get myself a loan. <laughs> um, but uh, usually sellers of this, you know, uh, that are savvy enough to be agreeable mm -hmm. um, to this type of structure are going to be also amenable to a, mm -hmm. like, you know, two, four, six, you right. know, something very, very reasonable. Right. So that's a good pro. Yep. And the transaction's way easier. It's you're not dealing with title companies and attorneys and yep. and uh, inspect. Well, sometimes you do still do inspections, mm -hmm. uh, but there's a, it's the the ease of this transaction is way better. Yes. And you are going to still go to a title company and attorney. Mm -hmm. You're still going to close it just like normal, um, but it's just a lot easier to do because you're not having to go through the bank. You're yeah. skipping the bank. Yep. Um, it's a win-win scenario. So usually mm -hmm. in this type of situation, the reason a seller would agree to it is because it truly is a win for them. Mm -hmm. um, and not necessarily the least worst option like we've explained in different episodes, right. but certainly a win depending on how it's structured. It's an option. Yes. Yep. yep absolutely. Uh, and the, also, the, you typically, not in my situation that I sold you my I, property. I'm a good negotiator. Yeah. yeah, yeah <laughs> for some reason, I sold, sold it below. Uh, but typically, you would get a premium for, for doing this. Uh, so it's a usually typically a higher price. That's right. And we only have one con on this one, and that's if there was an underlying lien, 
then there might be a due on sale. Mm -hmm. um, and so we talked about this before. You can go back to episode, I think it's three and four. Mm -hmm. Three, we really describe it. Go back to episode three and you're gonna really understand what a due on sale clause means. Um, there are situations where if it's very low, the lien is very low and you have a lot of equity, there's a higher probability of the due on sale mm -hmm. being enacted. Yep. But there's a lot of work for the bank to go into to that scenario. And again, they're in the business of loans, not homes. So yep. it's very, the, very unlikely. With this, like with the example that you use with me, there's two due on sale. Because there's the due on sale with the bank because I've got a $40,000 mortgage, right? But then the part that I own or fi sell or finance to mm -hmm. you, that's a due on sale with me. Yeah, yeah. If you are smart enough to put it in there. Oh, of course <laughs> I'm smart enough. I just, tried, I just charge you 16%. Of course I'm smart enough. <laughs> Anyway. All right, let's go through our five. Yep. So what's the risk tolerance on this? Uh, again, there's a good good risk with this, again, because you're, you got you got lots of different moving parts. Yes, yeah. Whenever you get into the legality of the different things where you're structuring something and there's legal nuances to it, there's risk. Mm -hmm. um, time availability. Mm -hmm. You need time. Yeah, 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 time. Time is important because this is a, a tougher transaction. Yeah. Well, um, you have to find the seller. Mm -hmm. And then once you find the seller, you need to make sure that you're keeping the seller happy while trying to find the buyer. Mm -hmm. And then while you're doing this, you're also looking for other sellers because you don't want to do one deal at a time. And so they're also looking for another seller while keeping this seller happy while looking for a buyer. And then once you got these two together, then you want to make sure this transaction is going together while you're still looking for other sellers. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you need time. The only exception to that rule is if you're the one buying it. So many times we would oh, buy uh, the property and not even send it over to somebody. We just buy it using seller financing. True. So that's the only exception to his rule. But I agree with him. Uh, for the most part, time availability is, is big. Knowledge? Yes. Need a lot of lots, it. Lots yep. of it. Inner circle? Yep. Yep. Again. Access to capital? Mm-mm. Not always. Not depends well, on the yeah, seller. It depends on, on what you're doing with the seller financing, if you need to put a bunch down. Yeah. So if I was <coughs> buying your house, you might have asked me for- 20% down. <laughs> Tough cookie, man. I'll do 10% if you go to 18% interest. <laughs> oh, we've been doing this too long. Yep. All right. So uh, that that sums up episode five in a very short manner. Obviously, we can talk and talk and talk talk about this type of stuff because we did it for a very long time and there's so many. Oh, no. You. 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 <laughs> My friend. Um, all right. Uh, the next episode is going to be episode six. Um, in this episode, we are going to move. Yeah, because we live in, we're, right now we're in Texas. Yes. And it's not hot enough, so we need to move to somewhere where it's hotter, so we moved to Phoenix. Yes. <laughs> and in Phoenix, we started wholesaling. So that's what episode six is going to start to dive into. Yay. All right. Well, make sure you head on over to our website, freedomcapitalinvestments.com, to join our investor club to see what we're doing today. <laughs> uh, but make sure you're hitting the like button, and you're hitting the like button. Because this is the coolest series ever. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Because <laughs> um, it, it is the coolest series. It's kind of fun. Uh, but make sure you hit the subscribe button and uh, the bells and the whistles and all those other things that are out there to hit. But we like to end all of our episodes with... Invest smart. Live happy. Bye, Bye everybody. everybody. Nothing on this show should be considered specific, personal, or professional advice. Please consult an appropriate tax, legal, real estate, financial, or business professional for individualized advice. Opinions and information on this show are not guaranteed. All investment strategies have the potential for profit or loss.